This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, September 28th. Good morning, I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Wage equity bill signed. Who's in and who's not at Historic Conference and Bill Sachs' view. Newsom signs wage data bill. Governor Newsom signed SB 1162 yesterday. The pay equity bill does require large employers to submit to the state reports on paid data detailing employee race, ethnicity, and sex. We're not letting up on our work to ensure all women in our state are paid their due and treated equally in all spheres of life, said Newsom. The measure expands on a 2020 bill for identifying patterns of wage disparities. Farm and business groups opposing the measure over the mandate and argued the data was not meant to show such disparities. Connor and lawmakers have key roles at conference. Some leading lawmakers and one of the top CEOs of the ag industry will have prominent places today at the historic White House Conference on Hunger, Nutrition, and Health. After President Biden kicks off the conference with remarks, domestic policy advisor Susan Rice is hosting a conversation with the conference leading proponent, Representative Jim McGovern, the Massachusetts Democrat, and Senate Ag Committee members Cory Booker, the New Jersey Democrat, and Mike Braun, Indiana Republican. Chuck Connor, President and CEO of the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives, moderates a panel discussion on ways to help local food systems offer nutritious food and support the farmers and ranchers. Aaron Fitzgerald, CEO of U.S. Farmers and Ranchers in Action, is leading a panel discussion on making it easier for people to access affordable foods. Senate Agriculture Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow, the Michigan Democrat, speaks during the conference afternoon session. Well, by the way, aside from Chuck Connor, farm groups don't have a prominent role on the agenda, and neither do food companies. But Shane Grant, CEO of Danone North America, will appear in a panel discussion with Susan Main, director of FDA's Center for Food Safety and Applied Nutrition, on the topic of enabling healthier choices where people shop, work, and play. Vilsack, this is just the start. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack tells AgriPulse that the conference is just the start of a long effort that it'll take to implement the recommendations in the White House National Strategy for Reducing Hunger and Diet-Related Diseases. He notes that the Women, Infants, and Children's Nutrition Assistance Program wasn't created until seven years after the first White House Hunger Conference in 1969. What these conferences do is elevate the topic, he said in an interview on the sidelines of the National Association State Departments of Agriculture meeting in Saratoga Springs, New York. Bozeman, White House, should have reached out. The top Republican of the Senate Agriculture Committee, Senator John Bozeman of Arkansas, says the White House should have sought broader input from lawmakers. Proposals to expand SNAP and school meal eligibility would have to go through the Senate Ag Committee, as would some of the recommendations to increase incentives for purchasing fruits and vegetables. While there are issues raised in it that we can address on a bipartisan basis, much of what has been proposed reflects uh, one party's priorities, Bozeman said. 
the president needs congressional support to turn a number of these proposals into law. And with Congress closely divided, that takes reaching across the aisle. The lift becomes much heavier when the product lacks the bipartisan input it deserves. Senate Ag advances nominees. Senate Ag Committee has approved a trio of pending nominees, including Alexis Taylor, President Biden's pick to serve as Undersecretary for Trade and Foreign Agriculture Services at USDA. Also approved were Jose Emilio Esteban to be USDA Undersecretary for Food Safety and Vince Garfield Logan nominated to be a member of the Board for the Farm Credit Administration. By the way, the Senate Foreign Relations Committee Chairman, Bob Menendez, a New Jersey Democrat, has a hold on the nomination of Doug McCallum to be the Chief Agriculture Trade Negotiator at the Office of the U.S. Trade Representative. Permitting reforms dropped in funding showdown. A continuing resolution that's needed to avert a partial government shutdown advanced on a 72 to 23 procedural vote in the Senate last night. That after the measure was stripped of permitting reforms sought by Senator Joe Manchin, the West Virginia Democrat. The CR, which would keep the government funded until December 16th, includes an extension of authority for USDA's mandatory livestock price reporting system. The new fiscal year starts Saturday. Baldwin introduces a bill to update rail service obligations. Senator Tammy Baldwin, the Wisconsin Democrat, has introduced a bill to expand the common carrier obligation governing railroads. The measure also would give the Services Transportation Board additional criteria to consider in overseeing the industry. The common carrier obligation is a 40-year-old rule that requires railroads to provide transportation or service on reasonable requests. That means companies can't simply deny service because it would be inconvenient or unprofitable. The bill would require railroads to provide service, quote, in a manner that meets the shipper's need for timely, efficient, and reliable rail service and fulfills the shipper's reasonable service requirements. The bill also provides additional criteria for the Surface Transportation Board to consider when looking at rail cases, including the impact of reductions or changes in the frequency of service. Uh, Take note, the bill is backed by an array of ag groups, including the National Grain and Feed Association, the American Farm Bureau Federation, and the American Soybean Association, the National Corn Growers Association, and the National Association of Wheat Growers. Well, here's today's He Said It. Everything can be improved. It's not like we've perfected the county committee structure. That's Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack on the Equity Commission proposal to consider replacing the existing county committee system. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, September 28th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nelly.